0: All right, this SEC Insider Hit this morning brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. Bet $50 there. Play award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club for $30. We welcome in uh, crazy man, Dave Bartu, Matrix Analytical. Number one college football staffing firm in the country, Matrix Analytical. Bartu joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. So, do you have any cooking duties this week? Oh, well, let's see here my two
1: jobs this uh on Thursday is uh make sure the turkey's good and um <laughs> not be not have too many gin and tonics where it embarrasses my wife in front of my, my son's fiance's parents. That's about it right there.
0: I'd rather you have too many gin and tonics and then tell yeah, me about it later. About
1: it right, there, right, you know, and keep your pants on and don't drink too much. So, <laughs> um, and I'm reminded of that because there was kind of an a, an event a few years back. Good um, is uh, yeah, yeah. I needed uh, pretty pretty close to posting bail money on that one. Uh-huh. no never never getting that one back. That's mm. gonna remember remember when you did this? Oh, unfortunately, no, I don't. <laughs> but, no, it's, 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 it's all good. It's all good. Um, no, it, it's, uh, a, as you know, is every national holiday, uh, we have, a i i me and my son, we drag everything out of the house and, uh, we have a tailgate, uh, down at the, uh, down at the end of the drive, uh, for everybody in the neighborhood. So, uh, I already got the wood stack down there. We're going to have a big bonfire drinking. will start at sunrise and yeah, my I'm I'm going to be serving the entire neighborhood. Uh, and it's, and it's cool because you know, when everybody's got to go eat dinner because everybody's sitting around the fire and then you, somebody looks at a watch and you know, they get up at two thirty, and it's like, okay, see, see you in four hours, you know? And even when we're eating dinner, you can look down the drive and you'll see people down there pouring their drinks and everything all day. So that's, That's one of our, uh, our holiday. We do it on new year's Thanksgiving, 4th of July, uh, Christmas.
0: That's Uh, awesome.
1: Do it it four times a year for the neighborhood.
0: That's great, man. Um, and you're kind of like, you're away from a lot of, you don't have a lot of people around you. You're kind of on a cul-de-sac or something, right?
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah, we're, we're, I only have, you know, five, six neighbors within a quarter mile. So, um, but you know, they everybody can ride their quads over or bring over their little side by side and it's uh, it's a good time. It's a good time uh out here in the uh in the Great Pacific Northwest as long as it's not raining.
0: It's Is it not, raining now?
1: It's not, no, it's not. We are forecast for an absolutely glorious, uh sunny uh Thursday uh so that I can good, enjoy man. the day outside and uh and obviously scoreboard watch the egg Bowl all day.
0: Yeah. But uh you know.
1: No, it's uh, it's going to be fun.
0: It's going to be fun. All right. Since Dave is in the heart of uh, craft beer mania for the last 30 or 40 years, we'll give a shout-out to Key City Beer in Vicksburg and their amazing brewery. And if you're at the uh, any of the service stations or grocery stores, Key City Brewery, Drink Local, great, great portfolio of craft beer. And then also Southern Prohibition, Uh, out of Hattiesburg. And let me give you one more. There's one out of New Orleans called Urban South, and they have a beer called Houdat after the Saints. And I had some last week. So that's a couple of them to to look for. Key City and Southern Prohibition and Urban South has a Houdat beer. All right, Bartu, how do you cook your turkey, Bartu?
1: Oh, I am a brine and spattercoach guy. So... Uh, it'll go in the brine the night before and, uh, the spatter cuts for those listening that don't know that's, <clears throat> that's splitting it in half and laying it flush on a, uh, on a big cook pan and put it in the oven. It takes about two and a half hours to do it Two two hours, 15 minutes to do okay. a 20 pounder. Okay. So, um, no, it, uh, that is my preferred methodology because it just takes the least amount of time and it tastes the best for me.
0: I love it. You just threw in methodology in us talking about, um, Thanksgiving, which is right, which is perfect for you. Um, okay, cool. Uh, now in that part of the, do y'all do d- dressing? We do cornbread dressing, duck dressing, all kinds of dressing down here in the Sunbelt. Do y'all do that? What, what's oh, the this, deal?
1: The, the, the dressing I grew up with was my mom's recipe and uh it's, it's just made in the pan but okay it's uh it's it's, it's a bread uh the, the predominant flavor is italian sausage and mushrooms oh so, man yeah so our 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 stuffing is is bread just regular bread based like sourdough bread cubes so i'll i'll bake i've already baked uh i've already b- baked the bread for it and it's already been sliced and cubed and dried so uh, it'll be a it'll be a homemade uh, sourdough bread cubes and then uh whatever seasoning my mom has on the recipe, my wife always makes it. And uh, yeah, Italian sausage, celery and mushrooms is the uh are the three main things
0: that go in there. I love it. Bartou yeah. Chef Dave Bartou, Renaissance man. Um you never know. He could be doing a painting of a stadium. Um he could be helping a, a college football staff or an athletic director, or he could be um, cooking a turkey for Thanksgiving and celebrating at the end of his driveway with a bonfire. Um, all right, well, Dave, we appreciate you stopping by, buddy. Thanks, man. That was mm-hmm. good. I think we hit everything. All right, hold on.
1: We, we we did. I was well. I was up early. I had a I had a big twelve ad on the phone with me at five o'clock my time this morning. So, <laughs> dude, we we're, we're we're I'm on my third cup of coffee already, boss.
0: <laughs> well, dude, this is your time. I mean, this is where you're getting calls around the clock. Um, that's for sure. Uh Ole Miss at Mississippi state. Mm. Uh, you know, that MSU fired their coach. They have an interim coach. Um, you know, that Ole Miss has an outstanding coach who's also a play caller and Pete Golding, their DC who you ranked, um, in the top half of the conference too. The line is 10 and it's Ole Miss Mississippi state.
1: Oh, dude. I'll just take the home team. Just give me the home team. <laughs> I you know something I I wouldn't bet this come on you you got you get so many unknowns and these rivalry games are just I've always tried to poo-poo the emotion of it but there's just they're they're tough to call I mean I, I think the first time I came on the air with you um, you you asked me about the Egg Bowl and that was April and I said take Mississippi State at home. You know, because talent-wise, they've just never been that incredibly far apart, and the rivalry games just bring the best out in everybody. And uh, so, just take the take the home team on that. So, I guess in that regard, I'll take I'll take state and the points at home. Uh, but goodness gracious, knows who knows what happens in this football game.
0: All right, well, uh, let's go to the college football playoff. Um yeah. All right. Tell me where you. What did you think about the rankings and where we headed in the weekend with Florida State losing their their quarterback?
1: Uh, well, Florida State losing their quarterback, I don't think it matters. Right? Um, them being ranked five, our model had Florida State at five on Sunday. So their, their resume was number five. You know, they got the worst strength of schedule of anybody in the top five. Uh, they only got one top 25 win. And uh, as, as of right now, and uh, that'll change next week because Clemson's now in the top 25, but still, the resume isn't there. Uh, now, the question is do they, and I, I don't know if we've had the situation where a team loses its QB1 that's in the top four um, this late and then gets penalized for it if they win out right i mean do you, do you see florida state dropping out of the top 4 if they go 13 and 0 and win the acc with their with their qb2 i don't do think so right you know um in, in fairness of what we have been told in terms of resume counts uh i don't think it should change either i think they should be there in the top 4 for that so ultimately um you know what we're steamrolling towards is uh an interesting uh certainly an interesting train wreck at the end i'll go with um no non no non-champs getting in number one without just a massive train wreck but with Florida state they're 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 where they're supposed to be and and i i agree with you thirteen and0 gets them
0: in uh at the number four slot okay what if bama if bama win it, it They beat Auburn and Georgia. Where do they end up?
1: Gosh, man, I I don't – again, this goes back to we got to see where everybody else is at, right? Um, Because – now, I think you and I would agree that Ohio State-Michigan, one of those two is going to beat Iowa, and and so one spot is gone out of the playoffs, right? Big Ten winner. Um, Now it comes down to – does Texas win? Because I do believe 12-1 and 1 Texas is going to be in over 12-1 and 1 Alabama. I mean, all things being equal, right? The strength of schedule should be pretty close. Um, the quality wins is going to be close. The number of top 25 wins might be equal. So if everything is equal, the last point of contact is going to be head-to-head. And Texas beat them in Tuscaloosa by 10. So I, I don't see how if, Everything. If Ohio State wins out, they're in. If Washington wins out, we know they're in. If Florida State wins out, we know they're in. Uh, I, I think really the discussion is if you're at 12 and one Texas, 12 and one Alabama. How does how does Alabama get in? I don't see it.
0: Okay. Right? Wow. I, I Can just, you imagine, just, imagine if the Crimson Tide is left out? At 12 yeah, can, and one, I can I can,
1: I can, I can, I just explained why. Right. I mean, I can see it. Um, you know, now there's a lot of different scenarios that go, that, that can pop up. And a lot of people are like, then I see it on my social media. What's the nightmare scenario for the committee? Well, number one, there is no nightmare scenario. They already have ranking rules in place. This is why this is how corporations and big boards avoid nightmare scenarios is there are rules for making decisions when you come into the boardroom. And it's no different with the playoff committee. They're going to go one through four and go home, and that's it. There's no hard decisions here. But, man, there is a lot of stuff in play uh, that I can see two SEC teams getting in, right? I mean, if, you, if, you, if Louisville upsets um, Florida State, that's going to leave a space open. If something wacky, if Oklahoma beats Texas – That's going to leave a space open. You you could get a Bama 12 and one, Georgia 12 and one, both in. And at the same time, we just talked about the scenario, they could be out just as easily under a different circumstance. Okay. It's awesome. I mean, I'm just I'm 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 kind of just kind of a little giggly over it because it's (laughs) like we we know what's likely to happen, right? If you follow the numbers, Michigan beats Ohio State and Michigan, you know, skull drags Iowa, and boom, Michigan's in, right? If you, if you, if you go by the spread, uh, or Oregon beats Washington, boom, they're in. Georgia wins out, <clears throat> boom, they're in. And, but now you have Texas at 12-1, and Florida State at 13-0, and <laughs> right? I mean, because the Florida State might, I think they're going to be favored in, in their two games. Texas is going to be favored in their game, now it's really the discussion. If, you, if you're following Vegas, it's like 12-1 Texas who beat Alabama doesn't get in over 13-0 no Florida State. Uh. And it's just, I, 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 uh, it just seems like we're steamrolling to a 4-5 that mentally for people is going to be controversial. It'll be an easy decision for the, the committee. It will be. It'll be easy. Um, but it, 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 it's fun to see where we're going to be at. At least we're talking about it. I mean, you think about it, none of these games mean squats. A year from now, right? I mean, Georgia, Alabama, the SEC title—they're in. Okay, they're they're both in. Who cares, right? Texas is in, win or lose. Who cares? Florida State, twelve and one, non-conference champ—they're probably in. Who cares, right? All, all we're talking about, really, what we're doing is we're changing the discussion of six teams in the in the final four instead of one through four. Now we're talking about eight through twelve. Right. It's going to be less. Bo- it's going to be a more boring conversation. Uh, it, it is, because it's going to be worse brands. It's going to be teams with worse records. It's just not going to be as exciting uh, as what we have right now.
0: Okay. He's talking about the 12-team playoff. How would you just, Dave Bartu on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line, Bartu, how would you describe, um, you know, the four to six teams or so, seven, eight, that could get in? Do, do you consider this the most wide open since 2014?
1: This is ridiculous. This is this is most this, this might be the most wide open of, of all the playoff uh, rankings, all the playoff teams because you look at the numbers, uh, your past champions would just annihilate this year's crop of teams. I mean nobody nobody's really elite at anything. Uh, Ohio State and the Michigan defense, not too bad. Uh, Oregon offense pretty good but compared to elite performances of past years i think average scoring efficiency for the top eight teams is down i calculated it on friday before the 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 games it was down 14 percent year over year so if, if you're a fan out there going man this feels really close i don't feel like there's an elite team it feels like you know anybody could win this thing i wish there was 12 teams this year yeah the numbers really back it up it's it's just very very even uh
0: in 2023 in my opinion mm. okay and who who on paper looks like even though it's even who on paper according to the offensive and defensive scoring efficiency should win it
1: well if you look over the last 23 years all right teams that finish the regular season in my scoring efficiency rankings, the the national champ comes from the top three every year for the last 23 years, okay? Now, currently defense, that's Ohio State, Michigan, Iowa, right? So I think we can agree, Michigan and Ohio State, they are absolutely in the conversation. On the offensive side, it's LSU, USC, and Oregon. So we also know top 10 recruiters win national titles. That's Oregon and Ohio State. So if, if I had to bet on... Past trends being a future indicator, I put money on Oregon and Ohio State. All right, Georgia is obviously top ten recruiter. Their offense right now is at number five, so it's right on the edge. So I'm I'm thinking that maybe the the, the goalposts are going to move. Um, I'd kind of hedge Georgia in there as well, just because of the talent level. Uh, but if I'm betting on the teams, it's Oregon, Ohio State, Georgia. In Michigan, in 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 some sort of order like that. That's that's where I think it's going to come down to.
0: Mm. Bar two on the out of bounds, show. and and hardball. What hardball? Not coaching. That's that's hard for you to quantify or handicap, right? Well,
1: I mean, if you look. If Michigan wins it all, it's only going to be the second non-top ten recruiter to win it all in the last twenty three years. Clemson and uh, Auburn. Uh, Clemson and uh, no, Auburn was uh, Auburn was number ten coming into that season. We had circled them, and they had a top twenty-five scoring efficiency the year before. Um, and, and then Cam happened, which is just unbelievable when you just rehash that whole season. But uh, no, it was Clemson and Deshaun Watson. When they when they when they won it with Trevor Lawrence, they were number nine that that year. So they would moved into the top ten. Recruiting had gone up quite a bit since that previous national title. So it was Watson and Clemson is the only non-top 10 recruiter in my numbers uh, that I've been tracking since 2000. They're the only ones to do it. So Michigan would be the only second team. That's why I've always said Harbaugh would never win a national title, um, which is kind of stupid because who believes in never and forever and impossible. That's just this silly stock talk. But I've always said I I never felt anybody at Michigan would win a national title, very, very low odds, because they've never been a top 10 recruiter. They've never been there. The hype has never uh, been consistent with the recruiting. And so, uh, and plus all the pressure right now. I mean, yeah, Harbaugh not there, but everything else, people on campus, you know, firing guys for squealing, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny as heck. And the pressure's got to get to them. You know, you would think at some point. That's why I still say I'll take Ohio State in the points this weekend.
0: Uh, oh, hey, I did too. I took yeah. I took Ohio State in three and a half, and Michigan wins by one, two, or
1: three. Why, 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 why wouldn't you take the points, right? You have the number one defense in the country in Ohio State. Uh, you got better recruiting, better talent. You okay. have probably more cohesion. Uh, Michigan's offense, yeah, is a lot better than Ohio State's year to date. But you're getting three and a half points. Right, I mean, if Michigan was getting three and a half, you'd take Michigan plus three and a half. I just think the points
0: are are where it, where you should be in that one. Ooh, okay, I like that. Okay, what about A and M and LSU? A and M with an interim coach, it's it's ten and a half right. points. It's at LSU. You just mentioned LSU is is one of your top three offenses. They're horrific, horrendous on. Um, on defense,
1: on defense, on, de- on defense, they're 109th. How does how does the top five recruiter have 109th defense? How does that happen? Um, it's okay, like me so, and you so, coaching well, their
0: defense. How does well, that happen?
1: Well, well, number one, and when we talked about this on your show preseason, okay, I said LSU is absolutely not a title contender because their defensive staff is not good. Okay, the defensive staff, DC, and all their headsets, right? the The only team they ranked above. To start the year was Vanderbilt in the SEC. Okay, so this is this is a very poor defensive staff for LSU. Matt House to start the season. Do you know who his comp is? Matt House uh, has been in DC for six years, and his closest comparable, when you look at his career grade versus the next closest guy with six or seven years of experience, is Alex Grinch at USC. <laughs> okay, so if you just said Dave who who who's who's lsu's defensive coordinator who's who's a comparable to him i would have said alex grinch at usc so well i'm surprised how bad the defense is but i'm not surprised the defense is bad if that makes any sense because sure. you know their average and their average support guy is a two and a half star two and a half star defensive support defensive line guys two and a half stars uh, linebacker coach, DB coach—they just have a substandard defensive side of the football, man. And uh, while I would have absolutely bet against them being this bad, what tells the story is the coaching puts them there. So uh, I, I think I think LSU just needs a full full defensive colonoscopy this year and
0: and start it all over. <laughs> who would you Who would you vote for? For husband.
1: Oh dang, man, you're asking a duck, bro. That's that's
0: rough. Bo Nix.
1: That that's that's rough. But look, I mean, but Oregon's only played one top twenty-five team, right? They they played three teams above five hundred. Why? Um, I I would really have to, but see, but but Bo has a top ten defense, and Bo has a a poor defensive profile in terms of what they've faced. The Pac-12 offense is awesome. The defenses aren't that good. Um, So now Daniels at LSU, look at the defensive sport. He's had none. Field position's been bad. Oh, man. And then Michael Penix, I just love watching that guy play football. Shoot. He's awesome. Am I supposed to say Jaden Daniels just to to make everybody happy, or am I supposed to say Jaden Daniels is like fifth on my list just to piss everybody off as listening? No,
0: say he's fifth on the list. (laughs)
1: No, no, I, I don't. I don't know where to put the guy. I don't. Know, it, it's uh, gosh, the boat's going to have to be super fractured. Let's go if, if we're trying to predict it. Let's go, Jane Daniels, and a little East Coast bias, and, and give it to him uh, okay. because two thirds of the votes are going to come
0: east of the Mississippi. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. All right, Bartu. I hope you and your family have a great time today and tomorrow and throughout the weekend. I know the turkey will be great. And I hope the uh, the party get together at the end of the driveway and the bonfire's awesome.
1: It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there.
0: And uh, talk to you again soon, brother. Okay, buddy. See you, man. Bar Two Matrix Analytical, the number one college football staffing firm in the country. He joined us on the Out of Bounds show and the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Uh, tomorrow morning at 1130, two of Jason's favorite teams, the Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions, in the uh, Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary game. Yeah, and Jason's going to New York. We'll get out of here for a couple of days, and then we'll uh, we'll be back on Monday. Enjoy the football and the food, and happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. We will see you Monday. Don't forget, if you're super bored, you can go to Apple Podcasts and or Spotify and search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds and listen to all the craziness. See you.